2: We are talking to the fifth generation owner of Omaha Steaks, uh, Todd Simon. Wow, I hate to say it, in the midst of this crisis, we're living through what a great time for Omaha Steaks. You were already on this, right? Flash frozen, safely delivered to your door. Mm -hmm. You get an amazing amount of food that you can stock up in your freezer.
3: Well, that's right. I mean, we are experts in frozen food delivery, and we've been shipping great protein and meals and steaks, you know, directly to people's homes since the mid-50s. So we're already sort of set up an expert at it. So... You know, when people, you know, either stopped wanting to go to stores or when stores didn't have enough supply, uh, we were ready to, to step in and really help our customer family make sure that they were able to stock up and have what they needed during this unfortunate moment.
2: And your quality is amazing. I just am just amazed the amount you get for the price that you yeah. get, right? Because you actually have, like, stock up varieties now. Tell us about those.
3: That's right. So if you go to our website now, we're focusing a lot on stock up packages because what we're finding is that what our customers want is they want a big box, with a lot of portions so they can get that in their freezer and so that they can make sure that they're doing great meals at home, but they're not Kind of creating monotony, right? They really want variety. My wife now is cooking something different every night, looking for different recipes. So we've got these pre packed stock up boxes that are ready to ship now. They're filled with a huge variety of steaks, of premium poultry and pork. We've got no work family meals for your slow cooker, your oven. We've got skillet meals. We've got side dishes, and we've got artisan desserts. And one of the things, you know, we've heard is that, you know, don't forget the sweets, right? People want to have That's, something right. sweet to end the meal. So great food, cooked easily. One less problem that really people have to deal with right now is they're thinking about so many things that could potentially overwhelm them.
2: And Todd, can I just say, uh, during this time of crisis, the Stephanie Miller Show so appreciates our sponsors because everyone's having a tough time. And let me just say my listeners get the need to support my sponsors. You've been so loyal to us and they've been so loyal to you. And now it's a win-win-win for everybody. So thank you so much. Go to omahasteaks.com, type Stephanie in the box. And Todd, thanks so much for your time.
3: Well, thank you so much. And please stay safe. You too. Yes.
2: Hey, you guys! Remember when there used to be a very special episode of Blossom? Yep, yep. <laughs> okay, this is a very special episode of Stephanie Miller's Happy Hour. Oh, yay! With a fictional president, mm-hmm. Martin Sheen, President Bartlett. Mm-hmm. By popular demand, we just we we are we just had him on the regular show. We're releasing this as the Happy Hour because. This literally made people cry. Yeah. It, 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 he is so uh, such a gift to America, so inspirational. He is uh, President Bartlett. He really is. Like we needed he, this right yeah. now. We needed this. We had a fireside chat with President Bartlett. And then we also included a fictional president and someone who a lot of people are saying could be and should be and may be a uh, president someday, uh, Chairman Adam Schiff. Yes. Who we also had on last week. We thought we wanted to do an uplifting happy hour, yeah. right, that will mm-hmm. inspire you. Because he was like a TV president, wasn't he? During the Senate impeachment, yes, Mr. Smith goes to Washington, those speeches on the Senate floor. Right? They were Bartletesque. Aaron Sorkin didn't even write them. Nope. <laughs> Adam Schiff did. Yes, he did. No offense, Martin. Okay. And so here they are. It is the twin, the very presidential Stephanie Miller's happy hour. Enjoy. <laughs> this was like trying to get my family on <laughs> Skype yesterday. And we have a a whole family of Sheen's. You know what, Chris or Sean, it's like that commercial with Martin Sheen where then Charlie pipes in. Stad, no. Oh, we got him. Yeah, no, it's we had Renee help. Yes. Do we have a West Wing theme or something? I don't know, whatever. Just fine American music, something. Hail to the Chief. How about Hail to the Chief? How about that? Okay. Okay, and my fake fireplace is turned on. Yes. Good morning, Mr. President. Good morning, President Bartlett. Good morning, Good
4: morning Stephanie. Oh,
2: <laughs> I just. Do you mind if I just stare at you?
4: Now, <laughs> or... stare right back at you.
2: <laughs> we are. As I told you yesterday, we. We don't even need President Bartlett. We'll, we'll take the gay guy from Grace and Frankie. We'll take, <laughs> we'll take the evil president from the Dead Zone. Just yeah. anybody you played would be better. I,
4: I got him all wrapped up into one. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I mean, uh. Martin, you've heard, first of all, I love this that your wife said. Oh, you know, when I asked if he would come on, because I said I think it would really comfort people because you know everybody's comfort viewing The West Wing now on uh, uh, you know all the mm-hmm. the channels and. And uh, she was like, "Well, he's he's a little shy about talking in public." I'm like, "Doesn't he get arrested with his T- TV wife every other day?" What do you mean he's shy? When did he get shy about speaking out
4: publicly? No, in, in fact, I, it, it, it's the thing I least enjoy—public speaking or anything public. Uh, frankly, no. I the older I get, the the less I I feel comfortable doing it. But I, I realize it's necessary, and now maybe more than ever.
2: Yeah. Martin, you are great at it. I remember being downtown LA doing you were uh speaking at an out of a, get out of Iraq rally and people then were like, "Oh, why couldn't we have President Bartlett?" And that now we're <laughs> like, "Oh, I wish we just had George Bush."
4: <laughs> oh, well, careful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I you I'm just reading one of these I, you you knew, you heard this before that the West Wing is one of the shows that people are rewatching so much now just for I, just feeling good about any kind of government again. There's, I'm reading this one article. There's even a quarantine lockdown episode, No Exit, in Season 5, but perhaps, that's, perhaps <laughs> that's too close to home. I can revel in the opening episodes as the word POTUS rings around my head or Martin Sheen's Latin excoriation of God in the <laughs> Season 2 finale, Two Cathedrals. I might be stuck inside, and Donald Trump might be terrorizing the White House, but I can always depend on President Bartlett. Yeah. Um, what yeah. is that like to embody one of the most famous sort of benevolent presidents when we have, I think the most evil and competent president we've ever had in, in real life.
4: Well, well the, the West wing was uh, in large measure a reflection of a, a, a whole lot of, uh, very committed people. And, uh, at the center was Aaron Sorkin, you know, yeah. the creator. And so we had only to follow him and Tommy Schlamme and uh, John Wells, the producer, uh, and and just we just got in line. And all of us knew that we were onto something, and uh, we we just went with it. We the, the the one big concern we had at the start was with this work on commercial television. That was the uh, uh, the, the chief concern. We were just astonished when uh, it uh, it did. People responded, and uh, we had no trouble with sponsors.
2: Yeah. Wow. Speaking of old times, I was struck uh, as Travis was trying to get you set up on FaceTime that you literally you've gone from Martin Scorsese, you know, or and God knows, (laughs) you know, Francis Ford Coppola getting you set up. (laughs) And we're like, no, 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 a little more headspace, Martin. And also.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we just popped him right up there. We didn't it's even just, do any of that. We just, just popped him up.
2: Although we are in almost apocalypse now, but it, Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm just curious about, like, first of all, like, just you as a person, you and Janet, who uh, St. Martin of Malibu, as Malcolm Nance calls you, what, <laughs> h- how are you guys doing in, in quarantine? I mean, it's it's.
4: Doing, it, we're doing absolutely fine. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Jen and I are here together. We're used to being with each other for almost sixty years, yeah. and uh, our daughter Renee is stuck with us, uh, staying with us, <laughs> and uh, the three of us are having uh, a very good time. Actually.
2: Or, or as we call her, tech support. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, I told you that you are. Uh, you actually, you, the number of times that you tried to call me and we couldn't connect yesterday was paled in comparison to the number of times Lily and Jane tried to call me, Facetime me. <laughs>
4: Oh, and so okay. it, it
2: has it is like a scene from grace and frankie over here all the yeah. time about okay. yeah it's trying to use okay. technological things
4: well but uh, is, yeah. yeah two of my favorite people in all the world and uh, you add uh, sam waterston to the mix and we are called the gang of four yeah <laughs> well, we are the oldest people uh on uh, on television on a regular basis and not sure how long that's going to last. <laughs>
2: Aww, it's fantastic! Oh my god, to see all these you actors at the top of your games, mm-hmm. these amazing actors. Now you did just get arrested with your TV wife, that troublemaker Jane Fonda, not too oh, long well, ago, I tell did you? you? I can't
4: go anywhere with her. her. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, we were in Washington uh, in January. Yeah,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. What and what? I, and now I even forget because you and she and Lily and everybody's so active. What were you? What was she protesting then? The environment. No oh, environment. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, every Friday. In fact, today is Fire Drill Friday uh, again, you know, uh, yeah. the first Friday of every month. Uh, somewhere in the country, somewhere in the world, someone is uh, participating in the uh, fire drill on behalf of the uh, the environment to wake people up. Now... Martin, go ahead. No, the, go ahead. Sorry. The focus has gotten a little... Uh, uh, but but Martin,
2: different. but has it? I mean, I read the um the thing that you sent me that you got from Kerry Kennedy that she sent you. I I and I read it on the air and I posted it and, you know, Martin, just like President Bartlett or you as a person, Martin Sheen, people, they just look up to you so much and they're so inspired by you. And that thing you sent was so. And we'll post it. We'll repost it again. But just okay. It was
4: Kerry. Yeah, uh, it uh, was. It was written by a, a priest who's, I can't remember his name right now, but you have it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's if, very, you know.
2: Yeah, we talked
4: about I, I think it's really so very necessary now that we, we have voices that inspire us, that, that make it clear that we're all in this together and we are going to get through it. It's not going to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. Uh, if it were, uh, you know, yeah. uh, everybody would do it, with, you know, hands down. But unfortunately, the, uh, this administration is the epitome of cynicism. It knows the price of everything and the value of nothing. And, uh, you know, Mr. Trump was uh, very quick to, uh, uh, you know, uh, declare himself a wartime president, but he has still not declared the war because he cannot define it. And hence, uh, he has lost the uh, power to turn the country back on, as he says. Yeah. On the other hand, you know, we are, we are just so deeply moved and inspired by our healthcare workers across the nation. Yeah. Uh, without exception, you know, their courage has been just unbelievable. And they have, uh, you know, renewed our, 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 the, the entire earth. And thanks to them, you know, the world has discovered fire for the second time. And uh, I'm just so uh, I'm just so moved and and proud to be, uh, uh, you know, a part of a community that uh, that has those kinds of people in our midst. I think we're we're all really seeing ourselves truly for the first time.
2: But, you know, this is what I was trying to get at with the piece you sent me. In some ways, you are President Bartlett because you you sort of uplift people, you inspire them, you're trying to look at the, because that piece you sent, it did talk about how you can breathe the air in Wuhan and there's, you know, dolphins in the canals of Venice and what kind of world could we actually create when this is over and we get rid of this, you know, malignancy in the Oval Office and we get rid of this and we get through this period. And, you know, Janet sent me that great piece with the orchestras all over the world playing together and there is such um, light and grace in the dark still, isn't there?
4: Yes, for sure. Yeah, it's 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 that it it's all of us are those points of light, if that's a reference that you can remember mm-hmm. from.
2: You stole you, that from another president, but yeah, sure, President. <laughs> no, in
4: fact, the yeah. George Bush uh, George Bush Senior used yep. that. Yeah. But in fact, that came from uh, Thomas Merton. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Well, you we I have uh, rosaries which I cherish, given to me by Martin Sheen. But you are um, yeah. deeply what you you and I have that in common, Catholic. Yeah. Uh, Catholic background, and then um, your wife and I have in common being potty mouths. Um,
4: <laughs> well, you're my favorite potty mouth. <laughs> tell far. her,
2: tell her I need another uh, Trump grab my country T-shirt spelled okay. correctly because I gave mine to Lily Tomlin, so I need another one. Oh, you one. did? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. 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 yeah, she's well, you know, she's a thief. You know that probably. Yeah, you probably keep your stuff in a locker at Grace and Frankie. <laughs> Um, but no, Martin, thank you, honestly, because I think that you really do like you and Janet always send me things and and I'm sure to everybody, you know, you try to send things that are positive, that uplift people, that inspire them, because this really is one of the darkest times we live through. Somebody said, Martin, this is like the Spanish flu meets the, the stock market crash. I mean, we had 3.3 million jobless claims, the mm-hmm. most in our history. We are number one in the world now. For, we're over 85,000 people with coronavirus. Over, we're at almost 1,300 people dead. I mean, we're in the midst of one of the darkest periods in our history, aren't we?
4: But we, we need to remember that that's only part of the picture. Uh, if, if we're, uh, you know, if I can offer one last thought, it, it is that old phrase, fear is useless, faith is necessary, love is everything. And this above all, one heart with courage is a majority. That's from Robert F. Kennedy.
2: I can't believe you made a prop for me. That is so Aww. fantastic! I love that he just—he's holding it up. Yeah,
3: that's
2: amazing.
4: <laughs> that is amazing.
2: No, I—I—I've uh, said many times, Martin. You and everybody knows this. You and uh, Janet, your whole family. And by the way, just the love that it took to get this technologically to happen—it was like that commercial you do where Charlie pops up and goes, "Dad," <laughs> <laughs> and Renee's <Dangle> there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Sorry,
1: it. but
2: no I just I know people would just you know so wanted to hear from you I got such a reaction just from reading the thing you, you sent to me and thanks for just not you know the characters you played that have experienced people but I think that have you know inspired people but I think that people know that comes from you you know that there is it is interesting a lot of you were like-minded on the west wing I mean you, sure, you, yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I mean yeah. you sort of believe in those ideals you didn't just play them
4: right no it's one of the few times that we we were given uh, a reflection of our true selves, and we, we ran with it, yeah, yeah. and gladly so. Yeah.
2: yeah, and I love that Aaron Sorkin didn't write that. You wrote that in a Sharpie, what you just held up, yeah. and that's that's the <laughs> times we're living in, Martin, and thanks for soldiering on with us. Martin <laughs> Sheen, thanks so much. We I know we were supposed to have—I'm going to take you for dinner whenever we're done with this whole thing, something— but uh, thank you, thank you, thank you I look
4: forward to it, thanks so much
2: Alright, thank you Martin Sheen There
4: He goes. Oh, he makes me cry He makes me cry every
2: time Everybody do it with me The, the Wayne's World <laughs> <inaudible> <transluc> who, who wants to look like How they looked when the West Wing originally aired <laughs> I do, I've been, I'll take that I've one I've been binge watching on Netflix <inaudible> 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 <inaudible)> Yes, I want to look Exactly the same Plexiderm, <laughs> it's just a little something something I keep calling it a little sunshine in a bottle, it right? Is. Because we It all, works. We all need a little pick-me-up, right? Mm-hmm. Tiny little dabble, do you? Yeah. As I've mentioned, I'm old enough to know what that means. Wasn't it? Brill cream? Something. Yeah, it's it an was. Old, it's an old commercial. Tiny little, but not even that much. Like a little a pinprick amount yep. under each eye. There goes boom. All your wrinkles, your crow's feet, Gone. your under-eye bags. I'm waiting for the unsolicited testimony from my sister Libby. uh uh-huh. That's right. Who just got it. Uh, it's just something to make you, everybody needs a little, something to feel better in these horrible times. Triplexiderm.com. See the before and after photos for yourself. Use my code VOICES for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. You can also call them 1-800-685-1292. Mention the code VOICES. Plexiderm, backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Triplexiderm.com. Type in that code VOICES at checkout. Triplexiderm.com. You'll be glad you did. Mm-hmm. It is the Stephanie Miller Show wardrobe, a particular problem this morning, in that I have uh, three different, uh, maybe four, Adam Schiff t-shirts I have, I stand with Schiff. That's right. Mm -hmm. I chose one of the, you might think it's okay, I don't, Chairman Adam Schiff uh, t-shirts. That was from 7,000 brilliant speeches ago. And I have so many t-shirts because he is my personal congressman, my smooth jazz congressman, my hero. Yes. Good morning, Chairman Adam Schiff.
5: Good morning. It's good to be with you.
2: <laughs> you you heard all the Mr. Smith goes to Washington comparisons to all your amazing speeches, right?
5: Uh, I heard some. Uh, I'm still uh, chuckling over a smooth jazz congressman, though. That's uh, stalked that's me for years now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Could be the smooth jazz president, I'm just yeah. saying. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of that. Um, chairman, thanks so much for doing this. Um, by the way, you're doing another town hall tonight. I got a robocall from you, and I was so confused in quarantine, I'm like— is, wait, is my show on now? Is Adam calling in? Oh, no, he's on my, just my robocall because he's my congressman. So you're holding another town hall tonight, right? right. Uh, yes,
5: I am. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'm sorry, tonight at 7 o'clock in the evening. Uh, and we'll be dialing through uh, much of my district, but others can call in on a number on my website. Uh, we'll have a couple of health experts on from UCLA to answer people's questions. But uh, in uh, a time with a lot of bad information out there, we're trying to push out some good information about <laughs> Awesome. what to do to be safe but also what's in this uh, economic relief package
2: um i'm glad to hear that and also that you appear to have a desk just like i had in high school right behind you which is <laughs>
5: fantastic you know it's an oldie but goodie
2: this little cove okay um <laughs> so chairman let's talk about uh, this bill um first of all i love that uh, what was it brian schatz said republicans are now holding up a COVID relief package because the unemployment insurance is too generous um i mean this notion that people are going to love that love this and they're, they're going to just take the money and not want to work <laughs> if if we take too good of p- care of the, the regular worker is so absurd
5: uh, it is and uh you know frankly what what i would love to see happen and uh and i was pushing as much as i could in this direction is to have the government uh, guarantee payroll uh, guarantee a significant percentage of payroll uh, and that way you avoid layoffs. Uh, people might be furloughed if they're not able to work, uh, even from home. Uh, but uh, the advantage of keeping people on payroll whenever and wherever you can is then it's much more disruptive when we get past this virus. Um, people don't have to go out and job search because they already have a job. But as you say, people want to work. Uh, they don't want to be laid off. They don't want to have to go on unemployment. But uh, they also need to be able to keep a roof over their heads or get a roof over their heads or provide for their family. Uh, and the same crowd that's now complaining about paying unemployment compensation was the crowd that brought us a $2 trillion tax cut for very wealthy people and corporations. This uh, disaster relief, and that's really what this package is, a disaster relief package, um, is about $2 trillion. Uh, if we had the two trillion that we didn 't waste on those uh, corporate uh, you know buybacks and giveaways that last tax cut, um, we would be in much better financial position right now to be helping people who are going to desperately need it
2: yep um let 's talk about what's what 's in this so individuals making up to seventy five thousand dollars a year would receive checks for twelve hundred dollars couples up to one hundred and fifty thousand would receive twenty four hundred additional $500 per child. The payments would decrease for those making more than $75,000 with an income cap of $99,000 for individuals, $198,000 for couples. Uh, Payments expected to be issued by the IRS through direct deposits and should be in American's bank accounts within weeks. For those who don't have direct deposits set up for the IRS, it could take months for the government to mail checks. Um, It would increase maximum state unemployment benefit by $600 per week for up to four months. so here's where we come in. Small business, roughly $350 billion would go to our, loan, to our loans for small businesses. Uh, companies with fewer than 500 employees could be eligible for up to $10 million in forgivable small business loans to allow them to keep paying their employees. Small businesses that maintain payroll would be eligible for assistance for costs such as mortgage, uh, interest, rent, and utilities. Um, but here's the, you know, $500 billion for aid for corporations such as airlines and whatever – I'm biased as a, t- as a small business chairman, but I, we're everybody's kind of going, how come the people that did the CEO payoffs and the buybacks, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. get like no strings attached huge bailouts when they have all these assets and whatever? And those of us are going in small business, are saying, how do we stay alive, let alone be able to pay back a loan, <laughs> right?
5: Yeah, no, absolutely. And in fact, uh, the Senate bill, the original Mitch McConnell, Donald Trump bill, uh, have that $500 billion fund with basically no strings attached. Yeah. Uh, and when the president was asked, you know, where's the oversight? His answer was, I will be the oversight. Yeah. And no one better uh, than
2: you understands how calming that is.
5: Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, that was uh, obviously going to be a complete uh, no deal. Um, and so there are a number of changes in the bill. Uh, most of us in Congress, frankly, are still looking yeah. at those accountability uh, protections that sets up an inspector general, it sets up a congressional bipartisan, congressional oversight uh, panel uh, to make sure that uh, Treasury, Steve Mnuchin, Donald Trump simply can't use that fund to uh, reward friends and punish enemies. Uh, we do want to keep you know, the workers afloat uh, in those large industries, and we want to make sure that those critical industries don't go away. But you're absolutely right. We've had such a bad experience uh, in the past with Relief, where they essentially used it for the advantage of the corporate executives And to the detriment of their employees, Uh, had they made a more sensible investment of the relief they got before, uh, they may not be in quite as dire situation. Now, they would still be very hard pressed because people can't travel right now, at least not out of the country. And and it's difficult traveling domestically. But we're going to have to make sure that there is a very careful eye on anything given to large industry.
2: Of all the amazing speeches you've given, uh, Chairman Schiff, how many times have people mentioned to you, it doesn't seem like forever ago, and it, what was it, a couple months ago, when you stood in the well of the Senate and you said, in a crisis, you can't count on this president doing the right thing. He will only do what's right for himself, or some version of that, right?
5: You, you said um, yes. it better.
2: You said it better. Say it again. What was it?
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, I, I, that's absolutely right. Uh, this is a bad precedent to have when things are going well. And up until this pandemic, all the crises were essentially crises of the president's own making. But now we are in a bona fide uh, disaster, natural disaster, a pandemic um, that we could have taken very strong steps early on to severely mitigate. But, of course, one of the things the president did um, was disband this pandemic response unit uh, in the National Security Council. Uh, and, you know, I suspect the reason he did that was because it was done by the Obama administration. And this is such an insecure president that anything his predecessor did had to be bad. And everything he did has to be different and better. Um, the result is tragic, and that is we lost valuable time. We didn't stand up to testing the administration kept uh, you know, happy talking this, oh, we're doing very well, we only have a few cases, we can prevent it from getting here, et cetera. Um, and those weeks were critical and we lost them and we won't get those back. And now um, you see the president already dithering, uh, already going weak in the knees in terms of maintaining the precautions that health experts and epidemiologists uh, tell us that we must do if we're going to hope to avoid the worst um, you know, besiegement of our healthcare facilities, our hospitals, our clinics. Uh, and here's where, you know, Donald Trump doing what's good for Donald Trump comes in. Uh, he's been, you know, so focused on the stock market, yeah. uh, so yeah. focused on, you know, this artificial deadline of Easter because uh, presumably he thinks it's politically beneficial to him um, that, uh, you know, we, we don't have the confidence. That he's going to uh, maintain the recommendations of yeah. people like uh, Anthony Fauci.
2: I'm sure you've seen this, Chairman Schiff. That this whole like you know the states two way street states needs to be you know they need to be nice to us. Literally, people yeah. the hashtag is quid pro coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, it's literally everything you said about Ukraine. He will do. You will He will. You cannot trust. He will do what's right for the American people. He will do what's right for himself. And the fact yes. that I get that we're in a current crisis that you're dealing with. But I mean, I can't imagine what it's like being chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, knowing that once again, just like Russia, just like he did not listen to our intelligence officials that told him right back in January, told him, warned him. He listened to a dictator again. He listened to President Xi and, you know, initially was saying he's doing a great job. And, oh, he's I believe what he says. I don't believe our intelligence. And the fact that he was deliberately holding down the testing to help his re-election, it's Ukraine all over again. Is it just a different version?
5: Well, it is certainly similar uh, in the respect that um, the president is, it, you know, once again uh, doing things that benefit him or affect him or uh, personally rewarding people that will do what he wants, say nice things about him. Um, and, you know, that statement, that ominous statement, basically vis-a-vis the governors of New York or California, that, uh, hey, if you want the help of the federal government as your people are dying, you better say nice things about the president of the United States because it's all about Donald Trump. Uh, well, it's not. Uh, it's about the American people. And right now, uh, they're facing a crisis like we haven't seen uh, in a very, very long time. Uh, and we need the president to rise to the occasion, but you know, failing that because that's just not going to happen. Uh, we in Congress, the governors in the states uh, and people in their homes, are going to have to step in and play their own leadership roles right now yep. because I don't think we can count on that uh, from Donald Trump
2: no national leadership you were just about to paraphrase I'm glad I stopped you because as you know that is illegal as the <laughs> president has tried to warn you
5: yes that's right you're about to paraphrase do me a favor yes, he, though he, he does not like to be mocked I think I've uh, I found that out uh, Weird being smart. able to you. see
2: you on camera. You seem not at all shifty to me. Okay. <laughs>
5: oh, God. How does my neck look today? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Perfect. We, Just we, like I've always said, we I use that for a thank promo. You. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
2: and not at least like a pencil of anything I've ever seen. Okay. <laughs> Um, you tweeted, you're always dead on, on Twitter and elsewhere, Chairman. You said, first, Trump fails to take coronavirus seriously, losing Precious Week. Then he claims he's a wartime president and follows expert advice. Now he's going weak at the knees, watching Fox and debating deadly laxity. Leaders make tough calls for the greater good. You said, the same guy who said, I alone can fix it, then said, I take no responsibility. Um, so, you know, here we are. We know what to do. We've seen it in other countries. We have to stay at home. We have to flatten the curve. We have to test. And the other thing I know you've heard of, this is the headline, medical equipment market descends into chaos. As Trump insists, it's not his problem. Trump is still refusing to use the Defense Production Act to force private businesses to make badly needed medical equipment it's created a massive problem for for the states they've it's descended into chaos states are competing with each other in a mad scramble for masks gowns and ventilators they're asking construction companies nail salons tattoo parlors begging people for protective equipment um we one expert said we have third world countries who are better equipped than we are now in Seattle i this yeah. this is where his leadership has brought us right
5: Uh, You know, unfortunately, that's exactly right. There is an agency in the federal government that is actually very good at logistics uh, on a very large scale called the Defense Logistics Agency. It's part of obviously part of the Defense Department and they have to manage logistics for a very large military force. Uh, They could be brought in to help manage the logistics here. As Governor Cuomo was saying the other day, New York City is being really hard hit right now. Uh, It may be San Francisco or Los Angeles in a couple weeks. Uh, And if the country were able to cooperate and sequence where the ventilators are when they're most needed, uh, we can get through this with a minimum of pain and loss of life. Um, That's a job, really, that the federal government is uniquely positioned to do. It's hard for governors to do so when they have to look out first and foremost for their state. But they're not getting that kind of leadership. Instead, the president makes inane remarks like, Well, we're not a distribution center for the states. Shipping clerks. Yeah, we're not shipping clerks. That's exactly
2: what the U.S. military is and should be doing, right? There's a whole office for that. Yeah.
5: Yeah. There's a whole office for it. They do it really well. Uh, As you say, the president should not just invoke the name of the Defense Production Act, but invoke its powers to compel industry to make this vital equipment. Uh, It is just stunning that other countries uh, so much more poorly developed than the United States whose science is nowhere near as comprehensive, whose industrial base isn't the same, uh, are so much ahead of us in terms of their preparations and their dealing with this crisis. Um, And uh, it's really inexcusable.
2: Um, You uh, you also tweeted, we need to bring people together to fight coronavirus. Blaming China may seem like good politics, but doesn't solve anything or mitigate the Trump administration's failures. Calling it the Chinese virus only breeds disunity, discrimination and division. I mean, and here we are at the G7. That statement's being held up because Pompeo is insisting on calling it the Wuhan virus, which everyone and scientists around the world are saying that is unhelpful. And it is, you know, every single thing is political. You said months ago, I warned the intelligence community was being politicized by Trump, withholding testimony on climate, documents on Russia and Ukraine, purging community leadership, misleading on election interference. This is dangerous and just the way Trump wants it. And here we go again. This now, because of the scale of death we're likely to see, Chairman, this is the largest intelligence failure in our history already, people are saying, and not failure, that once again he didn't listen to our intelligence analysts, right?
5: Well, I think this is a broader failure than uh, his inability to listen to his intelligence agencies. I mean, there's a real, of course, uh, crisis right now in leadership of the intelligence community because he's replaced the director of national intelligence with someone who's merely a political lackey. Um, This is a broad failure to listen to uh, a broad cross-section of experts, uh, healthcare experts, pandemic experts, experts from the WHO, uh, people that uh, specialize uh, in confronting pandemics. And that crisis uh, began really before the coronavirus with the disbanding of this office, the failure to prioritize, even though people were warning, hey, this could be a principal danger facing the United States, um, but also when the danger materialized, the failure to listen to a whole cross-section of experts. Uh, but but as you point out, this now fixation with the Chinese virus or the Wuhan virus, whatever the Secretary of State and, and President want to keep calling this, how does that possibly help anyone? Yeah. It doesn't. It just helps Donald Trump personally and politically. That's That's what he cares about first and foremost. It doesn't help get China's cooperation in terms of getting information about any resurgence in different parts of China, getting data out of China. Why on earth would China want to provide additional information when the president is essentially uh, trying to characterize this the way that he is? Uh, And that's not to justify China's uh, initial response either, but nonetheless, it doesn't help anything. And it certainly is hurting a lot of Asian Americans who are the subject now of uh, even worse discrimination. So, this is, you know, yet another profound example interfering with uh, co- cooperation of yeah. the G7 by insisting on using these xenophobic terms uh, that the, the president and some of his uh, supporters and right wing media seem to love.
2: Chairman, I you know, I know we're in the midst of a crisis. I just have to say, if you're spitballing, how many more impeachable offenses would you say he's committed since the last impeachment? I mean, it's I know we have to get hopefully survive the rest of this Trump administration the best we can. But I agree with our friend Glenn Kirshner, who comes on and says there there needs to be a Trump crimes commission. I mean, we cannot as a country just say all of this was okay and all of this was normal. All of it, starting from Russia, Ukraine, uh, the response to this pandemic, which I I just I'm not a lawyer like you. I'm not a brilliant lawyer. I don't know what degree is criminal, what's criminally negligent homicide, what what is criminal or not. But but I think we know every day of this, there is some new layer of, you know, wrong Mm -hmm. to it right well might i just say you might think it's okay i don't
5: (laughs) i don't think it's okay either (laughs) um i think the chronology is this we get through this crisis we focus on the health of the american people we focus on keeping people afloat uh, economically financially people like yourself that have poured their their whole career into building up a small business and want to meet payroll and want to keep their uh their people employed gainfully employed or with a paycheck so we get through the health and economic crisis uh and then the next priority is to vote him out of office by the most overwhelming margin ever yeah uh and after that there'll be an opportunity to to do both an after action in terms of uh how this pandemic came about uh, but also all of the acts of Donald Trump uh, and uh, his businesses in terms of their conduct, their potential criminality, yeah. uh, their actual you know criminality, and uh, there'll be a time for that. But right now yeah. we'll yeah. have to keep our focus where it should be on the health and economic wealth of the welfare of the country.
2: Attorney General Chairmansip says what? <laughs> Attorney General says what? Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. What did I say? Um, Chairman Schiff, good luck with that. I still have a, a problem with the left turn signal here, but we'll talk about that uh, at another town hall. But t- good I luck will tonight. I'll, be, I'll yeah. be out
5: in front of your building in no time. But... Yeah. Good luck for the I'll town take, hall. I'll take care of that myself. All right. <laughs> Thanks. If you see me, though, keep your distance. Yes, absolutely.
2: <laughs> we did call you the night of the lockdown. We're like, we're critical of communication infrastructure. Can you make sure we can come to work? <laughs> Thank you, Chairman Schiff. Talk to you again soon.
5: Thank you. Great All right. to talk with you.
2: There he goes. Future President and Attorney General Adam Schiff.
1: Attention all homeowners in jeopardy of foreclosure. If you owe more on your home than it's actually worth, have missed one or more mortgage payments, have been denied a loan modification, or are facing foreclosure for any reason, you must listen to this message. A toll-free mortgage relief hotline's been established for anyone having their home lost in foreclosure. Just call 888-497-1876. And see if your home qualifies. We can help stop your home from going into foreclosure or even get your home out of foreclosure. Hundreds of thousands of Americans have faced foreclosure in the past year alone. This foreclosure defense group has helped thousands of people just like you fight the foreclosure process so they can stay in their homes. But you must call 888-497-1876 now to qualify. The call and information are absolutely free and the help is real. Don't lose your home. Call the mortgage relief hotline now at 888-497-1876. Seventy six. That's eight 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 four nine seven eighteen seventy six. Eight 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 four nine seven eighteen seventy six.